Please don't judge me by the songs I sing. Please don't judge me by the way that I'm dancing. You know God the only way can judge me. You know that I'm feeling so free. I be chilling, I just do with me. We turned up and we killing this beat. Go ahead and get on your feet. listening to glory 93.9 fm a pleasant good afternoon to you it's 12 minutes gone by the 12 o'clock hour and you are tuned into girl talk girl talk it's girl talk time and i'm absolutely excited i'm always excited for girl talk but i'm extra excited today i'm extra excited today because i have another guest in studio with me today so cool um, to have guests with me. I miss Italia so much. Can I tell y'all how much I miss Italia? And Italia, if you are watching, she should be watching. Italia, I need to let you know that there are people who have been sending me messages and they say, Italia, need to hurry up, get back. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Italia is definitely missed. Um, she will be back. God spares life on next week, Monday. She will be back on next week, Monday. But I have in studio with me somebody that I was actually sitting down thinking about this um, as I was preparing for today's show, how long I've known this lady. And it's been a while. I think it's been like over 10 years at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've kind of known each other for, for a long time. And um so, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you first before I tell you my backstory about this this lady that I have in studio with me. Let me introduce her first. I have one. I want to get get it right because she's married now. <laughs> wow, because I was about to call your um your um maiden name, Mistress. Let me get it right, <laughs> Mistress Xavier Higgs. Yes. You don't you want you want hyphenate? No. Oh, well, I kind of kept it, but kept you it know, eight. yeah. <laughs> Um, formerly known as Lady Pow, formerly known as Lady Pow. Um, I listen. I'm so excited to have a conversation with Xavier. Xavier, say hi to the people. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here with Marisha. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome show today. I promise you. We have no idea what we're going to talk about, <laughs> but um, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. It is going to be good. Um, so let me tell y'all a little bit about how I met Xavier. And I think the jury is still out on this. Let me see if we can get this right. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie. I was really struggling because I couldn't remember if I met you through um, Freddie or if I met you through Jen. I couldn't remember which one. See? Now you trying to figure it out too. I think it was Freddie though. You think so? And then through Freddie, I realized you knew Jen. Okay. All right. The well, then, concert was like one of the right. first. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely Freddie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. So um, it's been... So I think it's been like 11 years. Wow. I think it's been like 11 years because I I believe, if I'm correct, that was like 2008, 2009 that we met. Yes. Because I think that's when you had your first first concert. So it's been 11 years. And um, 
Yeah, I know, right? Time is, wow, we old. Because <laughs> we was young then. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Um, but um, I was thinking about it the other day, and I, I, was, I, was, I said to myself, I said, you know, sometimes I said, I have known Xavier, like, for all of my 20s. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, yeah, you know, where we were at. And, um, and so I'm excited about our conversation today. And um, I realized that we've kind of we've kind of been supporting one another through the years. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, I was preparing for today's show and I was really thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? We've been pretty much, you know, we had each other's back mm-hmm. for the past couple of years. And so I don't know if I've ever formally thanked you for it. But thank you so much, Xavier, for always having my back, man. Whenever That's I said it. I was going to do something, <laughs> she was like, OK, let's do it. And she, you know, she made the time whenever she could be there to be present. And I really appreciate that, man. I appreciate that so much. And um, I appreciate now that you fill my stomach with good things. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Girl, you, you got food. Your food now. <laughs> so I'll just, you know, I'm just really grateful to the father Amen. that he has graced you um, with the ability to do that, to, to, mm-hmm. fill, to fill us with good things. Um, so yeah, man. I just wanted to formally say thank you, and um, and to also acknowledge, man. You listen, Xavier. I remember. I remember Atlantis days. Yes. And you have come so far. Talk about that. Talk about like the journey to Pow. Okay. <laughs> Are you getting? So, yes, I started off in the hotel, not doing food. No. No. <laughs> it was basically human resources. Right. And then I went over to weddings. Mm. So that's where I got my feet wet in the hotel. Not Nothing right. to do with cooking. Nothing. But eventually, I mean, I always had a love for restaurants. Right, right, right. So it wasn't, I want a brick and mortar. Right. It wasn't, you know, I want to own this big, big Did you even restaurant. see yourself as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I did. did. I okay. did. I always okay. had that because okay. I, I would sell Avon. I sell, you name it, I sold it. <laughs> I sold Mary Kay. Okay, I didn't know that. You yeah. teach me something. Okay. Melaleuca, there was this drink, I Noonie drink something. Oh, I, you was just selling things? I was selling things okay. from All I right. was in grade 11. Okay, okay. So I, I knew you. I had that entrepreneurial drive in me. Okay. And then um, I kind of got bored in the hotel. Yeah, I got got bored. I I even doing weddings and events, you got bored. Not doing the act, not not doing it, but I just thought I I have already learned what I could have learned Mm. and needed a new experience. Okay. And then of course being stagnant, not being able to grow where I wanted to go. I got you. And then decided to okay, this is time for me to to take the sleep. Yeah. And that's when I thought, hey, you need to go into what you want to do. You want a restaurant. You want something different. And that's why Pow was birthed. So you just walked away from your job? With notice, but yes. <laughs> yes, I did. I took the leap of faith. And I said, yeah, let's go. I was living with my parents. Why I didn't that? have to pay no heavy bills. Right. So that was the prime time. To just do it. To do it. Yeah. And you just did it. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm very spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell anybody, I'm very spontaneous. Uh-huh. And I just do things on the cu- just like that. Wow. It's risky though. It is. Yeah. It's very risky to just like I mean to drop your, you know, your YOLO. Your c- I know. <laughs> 
I hope y'all ready for this girl today. I promise y'all. For those of you who think y'all know Xavier, I promise you, you don't know her. <laughs> y'all about to find out Yolo, who she really girl, is. Because I'm telling y'all, like, I'm always like, she just seems like absolutely fearless. Mm. And it was one of the things that I that I, I always admired about you from the first truck time. Mm. Um, even before the truck, when you was just doing it. Yeah. Um, because I remember when you got the first truck. Yes. <laughs> I remember before the first truck, it was the, well, it was the first tent and then it was the zip up. <laughs> yeah. After the, after the first truck, it was the zip up tent. <laughs> <laughs> and now the trailer. Oh Listen, my God. What a journey. Um, and I was just like, this girl, like she is absolutely fearless. And, um, I was just sharing with, I think it was, I can't remember who it was. I was sharing with the other day and I told them, ah, I was one of my voice students. And I was telling them that um, when I was younger, I had, I had this like, I had this crazy faith, man. Mm-hmm. Like I just believed I could do anything. Wow. Like take, for example, when we first met, actually I was 19 when we first met my mm-hmm. first concert mm-hmm. because I actually did the, the, um, the release of my first album and the recording of my second album on the same night on my 20th birthday. Was that Christ? Was it at um, Staples Inn? Uh, yes. Right. At Holy Trinity. And I was Holy like, Trinity. and I, I honestly, Xavier, I had no idea how I was going to pay for any of that. Mm-hmm. I, I had, remember that night. Clearly. <laughs> I, was like, I, I remember that night. I was, like, I had no clue. Like, I was like, I know what I do win. Like, I don't, I don't know. But you did it. Though. I did it. Yeah. And then I did it twice again after that Mm -hmm. and i was just i was just so fearless back then now you know now i old (laughs) older sorry Mm -hmm. i'm older and um i have to i have to have conversations with myself and exchanges with myself before um i set out to do things and it's one of the things that i feel like has hindered my forward movement a lot Mm -hmm. but also too like um what it has made me is definitely more intentional Yes. Because when I look back at some of the things that I did, I realized that like while I was like absolutely like fearless and I was just like going in, I wasn't as intentional as I should have been in certain things. So even like with like the promotion of my album and like getting the the word out there, I mean, I was green. There was no one in front of me doing what I was doing that I could follow and be like, okay, you can follow in this person's footsteps. Mm -hmm. I there was actually no female Bahamian gospel artist that had an album out before me in the Bahamas. Wow. You made history in the Bahamas. So I was and I and the thing is I I did my research. I was looking for Xavier. I was looking for the that solo female artist so who had that follow. album, who had, you know, who had that audience who was like trying to do it. And mm. there was there was no one. There were people in now don't get me wrong. There were people out there singing. There were people like oh, Ayana yeah. and mm-hmm. And Joanne Calendar and all of those who were there, like they, they were doing it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't see, like I couldn't go into the store and buy an album for, um, of theirs, and so like for me, I was like, I want to do this thing, but I wanted to emulate myself after someone, but there was no one to do it, yeah, to emulate myself after. So I was like, I know what I'm doing. And everybody was like, you could do it. Mm-hmm. Like, just do it. And, you know, people behind you, yeah, man, you could do it. Yeah. You know, you could sing. And, yeah, and you have good stage you presence. Need that. You need those people, though. It was so great. And, and I realized that um, because I was charting new territory, after the concert was done, after the pomp and pageantry was done, 
um you know by the time i got into like march of that year because my release was in january and and the recording was in january so by the time i got into like march april of that year i was like okay so what do i do now (laughs) because i wasn't intentional about it and um and so i'm learning now how to how to be a little bit more intentional when it comes to like setting goals and saying that this is what i want to do this is where Mm -hmm. i want to be this is how i want it to unfold but the overthinking (laughs) i have that problem too the overthinking has definitely gotten me to a place where i'm just like where it's now 2020 and the last time that i've actually put music out there was in 2011. Hmm. what are you overthinking though everything going back at the music and not liking it and saying Mm. okay no i gotta do it again um so now i'm under new 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 um new management and and um being pushed on a totally different level good um and i'm not allowed to have the excuse now good i can't make the excuses whenever i go whenever i go to him and he and i'm like i don't think i can do this no more he don't even listen (laughs) that's good he don't even listen he doesn't even listen to me he just waits for me to you know get over the little hurdle and then when i come back to him and i say okay well this is what i'm working he's like yeah because i i'm ignoring all that other mess Mm -hmm. but you can't do this and and you weren't ready and all that other foolishness that you're talking about. He's like, I'm ignoring that. Being intentional. Yeah. So I've been overthinking a lot and and, and just been on this journey where I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to tell myself, I guess, that like you could do it and it's okay if the, if when you do it, it's not like perfect. Yeah. It's not, you know, like yeah. That's, Give yourself some uh, some room. Uh, you know, us we could us perfectionists, because mm-hmm. I know you're like me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> like you look at what you do and you're just like, um, um let's yeah. not let's not put this one out there. Yeah. <laughs> let's not put this one out there. Let's let's um let's take that back and let's um <laughs> So I know I know that it is um that is definitely like oh man. It's my I guess the worst part of I guess my I'm my I'm my own worst critic. And that's here. kind of a good thing. You think so? Because you see your flaws before anybody else does. You correct it before anybody else is able to point yes. it out. Try to do so that. So it's it it has its pros and its cons because you could be so down on yourself, right? And then you can see you're wrong and correct it. So right. And then you know, on the other hand, you can have those moments where you just don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Sometimes it can get like that. You can have those moments where you just don't care. I um. Need to drink coffee because here we doing. <laughs> listen, we doing two services on a Sunday. Oh wow! My Sundays officially begin at five a.m. Um, in the morning, and yeah, no, I was struggling. And Sunday in reach back yet? Well, why you want coffee from now? I have to drink coffee. Okay. I trying to recover. Okay, so what's I'm trying um, to recover. It's no like because you know you know. Bishop say y'all been off long enough. Listen, <laughs> yeah, let's go two Where services. <laughs> When you know when you are adulting, you have to make sure that you plan your sleeping um, cycles properly. Yeah. So I fought my afternoon nap yesterday because I knew that I was so exhausted mm-hmm. that that afternoon nap was gonna turn into just sleep, mm-hmm. and then I was gonna end up being like awake like one o'clock in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep. So I fought it. I fought it. I was cleaning. I was putting clothes away like I was doing. I was keeping myself busy trying to fight that. Mm-hmm. When I find I was on the phone and all. When I finally go <laughs> to sleep. I crashed so hard. I slept through my alarm this morning. I slept through my alarm this morning. But no, I gotta drink this coffee because we um 
Um, I got to stay awake. Um, oh, I always forget to do this. If you want to call in, we're going to, sorry, we're going to have a, a sensible conversation. Y'all forgive us. Um, <laughs> forgive me. It's just that kind of Monday. Um, but as we have this, as we have this conversation today, as we talk today, you're welcome to make your comments on Facebook. But if you want to call into the show, the number is 825-LIFE, 825-5433, 825-5433. You can call into the show or you can send your private messages to the show if you would like us to mention a comment or you, if you have a question or whatever. You can um, send it to the number. Again, the number is 825-5433. So let me, um, me kind of recap. I don't know how many of the last shows you were able to catch because you usually watch all the time. But I mean, I know things have been kind of crazy. So we've been having several conversations. Um, we've been talking about, gosh, I'm try, I trying to backtrack it. Um, we've been talking about being single and, and being older and single. We talked about the 30 40-year-old single female. We talked about faith for relationships. We talked about um, even like our relationships with our girlfriends, how to be, how to do better with, you know, how mm. we're our sister's keeper, stuff like that. Last week, um, we had a conversation with Dr. Tamalia Hanchel, um, Bishop Hanchel's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, we were having a conversation about how do you get over like those rough patches, like the, the tough situations and circumstances of life. She shared how like um, she went through a lot of heartbreak before she got married um, and then the way she knew her husband was her husband was she was actually robbed at gunpoint one day Wow! and how he protected her. Like, that's how she knew that that was the man she was going to marry. Yeah, it was really, it was a really good show. And then she also talked about that, like, you know, she got married. Things are great. Um, you know, she did what she knew she was supposed to do as a woman. She saved herself from marriage. And then she has three miscarriages before she has her child, like that she has now. She just recently had um, wow. her child. And so she talked about, you know, navigating through all of that. And so those are kind of the conversations that we've been having. Um, and so I kind of wanted to leave today's conversation a little open for you because I know that your story is definitely a unique one. It's not, it's, I've never heard a story like yours. Um, <laughs> and um, I just want y'all to know that like, uh, the way that I've gotten to know Xavier, to tell you the truth, I thought I knew Xavier until I went on tour with Xavier and then I really found out who well, Xavier really was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> until Xavier spent some time with Bishop Dantarol and friends when we went on tour. That's when I really got to know Xavier. Like, mm-hmm. And one of the things, Xavier, that I really appreciate about you is like you laugh and you I enjoy love. life. And I notice it like with your mother, like with your parents, they are like that too. Like they are very like, mm-hmm. just like in the moment. I have that philosophy now. Yeah. Living in the moment. Yeah. That's the best thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. So I always admire that about you. Thank you. So um, tell us, I guess you could say, let's talk. Let's have this conversation about approaches to life. Okay. Um. Yeah, I could I could give you mine, but we'll be there. We'll be here all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I guess you could say a snippet of a most recent change that I've made is, um, I I sat I was sitting on my bed one night, um, dealing with kind of like the aftermath of a major situation that I've had to deal with. Um, and I was sitting on the bed one day, and I was like, you know what? I sick of this now. Mm. I was like, I can be happy. Mm-hmm. As I just said to myself, I was like, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> Girl, I can't take it today, man. <laughs> and, I, yes. and then I went to sleep. I was like, you know, I, I'm going to be happy. That's good, though. And then I, no joke. And then I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. 
And I woke up, I woke up the next day and, and then I realized what I was doing. I was setting myself up for, um, uh, I guess you could say a journey that I had to fight for because I realized that I'd never made that decision ever in my life mm. to just be happy. Mm. I would have these moments where like I would participate in the joy of the moment or in the happiness or the, the you know, what's happening. Yeah. But outside of it, I always came down to a low because you're contemplating. Right. And so, yeah, like I started just walking one day and I was like, you know, I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's been a fight. And I, I, I have a friend who said she's a psychotherapist and she says those who live in the present are the happiest. And I took that saying and I said, I'm going to live in the present. So somebody may have done me wrong. Mm hmm. Maybe a year ago when mm-hmm. I, I was still holding on to that issue. Right, right, right. But in order for me to be seen yes. and like, oh my God, like I can't even put it into words. Right. I have to live in the present time. Okay. Like we can't okay. be dwelling. dwelling. So how do you release those things? How do you let them go? Oh my gosh. So she talked about meditation. Right. She spoke about meditation and she said... You have to like make that and in- be intentional about meditating. Okay. Okay. So taking time for yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and meditating, mm-hmm. and then I know being in the word. Right. Definitely. It's important because it's gonna keep you focused. Definitely. And just simply doing things that's gonna make you feel free. Yeah. And happy, but dwell. Don't think too much. Like you say, we overthink. Yes. Definitely. So not thinking about what happened in the past too much or at all. At all. Interesting. That's a, something you have to be intentional about and train your mind to do. It's not going to be like. No. I, I know. Happen, that don't happen overnight because, uh, you know, I was sitting down thinking the other day and I was like. It's very hard. There's, you know, this is just, just one person I just want to run over <laughs> with my car. Girl, I can't. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Like, I don't want you to die. Yeah. Just, you know. I get it. Break one or two bones. <laughs> You know, cause you to lay up in the bed for a couple of months, you know, mm. like, you know, and I'm just like, no, Marisha, you got to let this go. Like, you have to let this go. But then I'm saying to myself, no, I don't want to. And there's this fight, like, and then you begin to overthink, yeah, you know, and, and process and, and realize that you're holding on, holding on to what someone has done to you or maybe holding on to even something that you've done mm-hmm. with, with like... Not necessarily, I guess you could say, with contempt or anything, but just kind of like feeling like you didn't get to release. Yeah, like did you speak to the person? Mm. Or do you speak to people that may have you may have had problems? Okay, with? so that's a very good question because my response to you would be: Should we talk to everybody? Listen to me. I have a testimony. <laughs> yes, mom, go ahead. No, because go I ahead. did that because I'm a person. I gotta fix this. That's that's me. I got to fix. I got to get this right. I got to know why this person stopped talking to me. I got to know why this person acting funny with me all of a sudden. Right. Like, I just have to know that that's me. So you can talk but to I'm everybody learning. no matter what they Not no ma- everybody, but people who I know we were close. Right. And it's just all of a sudden you acting right. a little bit weird, you know. Uh-huh. And this one time I did it. <laughs> And I thought it necessary to do this one because it's very important. Right. And I can't go into detail why I did it. But, okay. And I, I was blown away into pieces. 
because the excuse of why uh-huh. the attitudes was beyond me. It was like simple things like weird things. I can't. And I was like, I actually started to cry. Uh-huh. Where I was so angry. No, I was angry. I was inside. I was angry and I wanted to punish them. But it was just my flesh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, this. I, still, I don't think I need to address anything. I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody came and they were like, some things you just don't need to even address. That wasn't even your place. That wasn't even your place. That's good, Xavier. That wasn't even your place to address that. That's really good. Because when you really look at it, it made me more angry. It took away my peace. It's not worth it. And it wasn't worth it. But then I have to learn, be intentional about that. Because I'm the, like, if Marisha tomorrow, you'd be like, you passing me shit on the road? <laughs> I turn in my car around and I coming after you. That's me. What did I do uh, to you? Did I do something to offend you? That's right, me. Yeah. Right. See, now I'm the opposite I live of you. Pe- oh. I'm the opposite of you. Okay. I will internalize that thing. Ooh, yeah. I will, I will internalize that thing and, you know, I fail at it every time. But what I will try to do is I'll try to make it seem like everything between me and you cool. That's even so though, okay. like, either I've offended you or you have offended me. You're surprising me. I, yeah, I'm not. I am okay. not a confrontational person. Um, mm. And then, too, for me, if I, if, I, if I come to you and I want to address something, know that I've had to muster up all the strength that I have to come to you. Wow. Like, and you would think you are this bold mm, person. No, like I am like I am such a punk and a crybaby, you would not even believe it. Um but I think people make that assumption because I'm so outgoing and because okay. I'm extroverted. People think that like I'm that type of person, but that part of my personality I get from my mother where I'm just like where I withdraw, like mm. and I observe. I observe. Now what that does, what that does though, it, and I know that I'm not the only person who's like that. What that does though, it actually skews your view of people. Because you make assumptions based upon interactions when you don't have a conversation, oh right? Oh, my gosh. So a lot of times when I've hurt someone or someone has hurt me, I I basically, because I don't have a conversation, I assume that your actions toward me are truth. And I never actually get words from you to hold on to that are truth. So if you kind of, if you kind of standoffish with me, then... I feel like, okay, well, um, that means you don't like me no more. Yeah. So then what I do is then I become standoffish. Oh, okay. I'm not going to try and keep like befriending you or trying to get close to you because then the, the next part of it is I really don't do well with rejection. Mm-hmm. So when people don't like me, like I run in the opposite direction. Cause I mean, if you don't like me, why well, I could be around you? Like, I agree with that. Like yeah. I, you know, I ain't trying to, you know, be poking myself with a needle every day. So, you know, um, but I'm not, I'm not a confrontational person. So if, if you see, if I ever have to confront you about something, Xavier, I've probably had a conversation with myself about this for like a week mm. or more. And I have to work myself up into it. And I have to, for me, I have to think about every possible variable that could happen in the conversation yeah. before I could come to you. And um, mm. I've realized now that, like, I need to do, I probably need to be more like you. Now, my problem is, too, that I'm, I don't know, I'm an extreme person. So I, I go from one end to the next. Oh, me too. So. No, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm zero to 100. Listen, one end to the next. So if I, if I say, you don't confront people enough, to me, 
like that means that I need to start confronting everybody. Hmm. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to deal with everybody one time. <laughs> so then I go on this like, oh, well, you know, I was, I wanted to talk to you, but this, and, da, 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 and I'm just like, this girl is crazy. Hey, like, <laughs> Like, what is your problem? Oh, yeah. Like, what, you know? And so, um, the the need, the necessary, the necessary balance that our lives require oh, for right. sanity is, I think, is, is the biggest fight that we'll ever, I guess, I don't know, I guess, in our human experience, it's the greatest fight that we have. This need for balance. Um, outside of our Christian walk, outside of faith, outside of the fight of the enemy, for me, balance is my biggest issue because I yeah. am just so... Like, I mean, I feel like I'm abide, abiding, um, no abiding scripture. Citizen. Yeah, oh, I feel oh, like oh. I'm obeying scripture, you know? Yeah. Jesus say in the book of Revelation, either you hot or cold. Yeah. Because if you look warm, you can make me vomit. Yeah. <laughs> but where do we, when is it necessary though? See, that's the part that I don't understand. I still need help with that one because ah. I learned the hard way. I, recently I had a situation. Right. And it, and because these little social media things, Listen. they, they, Ooh, they will be our problems, you know, because I mean, uh, but I was right in this one <laughs> <laughs> because the person just act weird for no reason. And right. But I found out it was deeper. It's deeper. Right. Almost it's always deeper. it is. It's so deep. It's oh, my al- God, it's deep. It's almost it almost always. And is. I was like, oh, my God, like I didn't know she felt that way. I, it was deep. Mm. I am blocked and deleted to this day. You lie. Yeah. And I, I'm still shocked. Oh, wow. Okay. But but I did nothing to the person. I promise you that. From your perspective, though? From my perspective. I reached out. Like I tell you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> your misconfrontation. <laughs> I'm a sol- I'm a problem solver. Right. I call it that. Right. And I just wanted to to, to handle it. Because right. we good. That's right. what I'm concerned. Right, right, right. So... When I got no answer, I was like, okay. Now, see, when you do that, when they reject me like that, I, I don't push. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm hopeful that the person gets over it. I don't know. But, yeah, when do you when do you do it? See, okay. So, one of the things that I've been trying to create balance is, balance with, um, I always ask myself the question. Mm-hmm. Is this going to help? this person okay. or hurt this person good good point is it going to help or is it going to hurt um because one of the things that i don't know if you're like this one of the things that i have issues deciphering with is my need to be right and heard oh. in in comparison or in opposition to the need for resolution and peace to make the difference right because for me, I would say, like, okay, like I'll I'll give an example in a situation that I was dealing with recently, where I had written a letter ready to approach someone, wow. like ready, like I letter? mean, par- you, you really? Oh no, yeah, Thorough. paragraphs upon paragraphs <laughs> of situations and circumstances where I couldn't understand like why this person treated me this way, why you know why they were acting such such a way, mm. and then you know what I did, Xavier? I went and I read it. As if the, if the person. person was talking to me. I okay. went and I read it as if the person was talking to Good. me. And I realized that I couldn't send a letter. Wow. 
because it was first of all it was not done from a loving place that was the first thing i recognized it the second thing was it was not seasoned with grace at all <laughs> Like at all, it was like, well, you did this and you said this, and this is how it made me feel. Like da 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 da. And so, hmm. when I looked at it, and I looked at it, and I tried my best to be objective looking at it because I also realized too, like as as human beings, we we look at one another and we observe and we interact with people based upon our filters, right? Mm -hmm. We all have these filters and they come from different places. They come from the way we've been nurtured, the way we've grown up, the community that we grew up in, our family, you know, our, like what our family was like. And then sometimes we're, um, we're conditioned by pain and right. hurt mm -hmm. and previous um, circumstances and situations. So I looked at the things that I was... Um, I guess you could say expressing my hurt about mm -hmm. I looked at it and I was like, you know what? She probably don't believe this, you know, mm. she probably don't see this the way that you do. So that's probably why she did it like that. And then I looked at something else that I mentioned and I was like, you know what? She probably doesn't see the need for this either. The benefit, eh? So if she doesn't see the need for it, then she's not, she's not going to do that either. And then I just like, I started to go through and I was like, you know what? I, I just, so the letter's in my phone and I never sent it and I just decided to let it go and just and just done. move on because I realized that everything that I was hurt about that I was upset about um, we have to free people to be themselves right mm. and everything that I was being critical about that I had taken offense okay. I took the offense so there was no established law I took offense mm -hmm. everything was was my personal preference yeah like it was it was something that i it was a principle that i've applied to my own life one of them was like a major principle i've applied to my own life that i've communicated to a few people that are close to me but i didn't communicate it with this person so they didn't know that like this is kind of the way that i i do things mm. um and so yeah definitely um i would say it was something that i mentioned actually um with oh gosh pastor monica because she was she was the first person to replace italia um and that was our show two weeks ago and i was telling her that one of the things that that um you know god working he working on my heart Xavier. Mm -hmm. god jesus he working on my heart um i am not an easy person to correct mm. or rebuke or like approach i've been around you <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> you know. Oh, don't come up in my space <laughs> and tell me excuse me yeah, uh, I know you that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, don't. don't. <laughs> Who are you? Um, but I realized, though, like, you know, that's something that I work on. I do it a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm doing a whole lot better with it. But what I, what I actually, I realized, though, that my major difficulty with it is that um, if I, if I, I feel like if you don't celebrate me, you can't criticize me. Mm. Yeah. That's great. That's that's how I that's how I really feel like in my heart of hearts. So if for me, mm. if your criticism outweighs like your celebration of me, I have a hard time receiving from you. Then it is a pure. See exactly. No, no, I get you. So for me, if you're gonna if you're gonna come to me and say, "Well, Marisha, you did this thing, and I didn't like it," and you're gonna spend like half an hour, you know, forty five wow. minutes talking to me about this thing that you like this issue that you have like my question is how long do you spend celebrating me 
or telling me when I actually do something good. Like, or do you actually celebrate you act- me when when exactly. the good things are happening? Exactly. And so, and then my thing is, imagine, imagine it in the reverse. Mm-hmm. In the reverse, in that you're intentional in celebrating a person and they don't even acknowledge your celebration of them. So it's like you throw in a party for them and they don't even show up. Yeah. You know, and so I realized that I am a person who not only do I need to be celebrated and affirmed, I love celebrating people. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that when I celebrate someone and they don't acknowledge it, it hurts me. Because it's something, exactly, it's something that I'm being intentional about. I'm not just saying these words because, you know, everybody's saying, oh, you did a good job. Like, actually, no, I've thought about this. Yeah. Like, I've put thought and my heart into this. And you kind of like it, Omarisha. And you weren't acknowledging me? Like, what? Like, all this effort, I... What? I had to also think about it and be like, okay, don't always want to return. Yes. On investment. Right. That type of investment. Right. Because if I spend my money, I can need investment. <laughs> but, but yeah, but in that type of investment, I have to be like, okay, just do it from a genuine heart. Right. Because you're a giver. Do it yeah, because you're a giver. Yeah, only because of that. Because if you think, oh, this person, they're not reciprocating. Yeah. It will upset you. Like, you won't even acknowledge it? Savior, it is be like. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I I, trust like, me, I know. <gasps> I was so like, but I just see you did it on some, did it to somebody else. You just celebrated somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, it, it, from the place where you are just like, I am intentional. I'm just gonna do and it. And this is because I want to do this. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. And if you say thank you, you don't say that. I'm really trying. Listen, I'm trying so hard. I know. I trying so hard to get there because, mm. like, for me. You know, we say we, we say it all the time, especially when it comes to like marriage and relationships and stuff, that love languages are so important. Yeah. And for me, like affirmation is a big thing. Like that's huge for me. Like really, really big for me. Yeah. Um and, and you know what's crazy? I took the test and that didn't come out as, as one of my <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what happened to this test. Mm-hmm. Because I know that affirmation is something big for me. Because when mm-hmm. I don't get it, I kind of feel like, oh, I guess I was horrible. And then like I go into this really bad headspace sometimes. So, okay, I you I had to recognize that you may be the one affirming everybody, and affirmation may not be their love language. So they just they just feel like it's words. Or they maybe always want the spotlight. See, I know. See, I real Marisha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I can't I can't run around it. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So just do it because you want to do it, and be and just. It's hard to ignore. It is. But it's just do it because you're genuinely you. Yes. Yes. I try to be. Yeah. I try to be. I'm still working on it too. Don't don't think as I'm saying. (laughs) I'm not arrived. Oh, listen to me. But yeah, I try. I'm trying to be intentional. Okay. No, Xavier. You know, yes. They they didn't celebrate you, but you. Yeah, it's okay. You celebrate them. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay that, you know, that is be hard. That, That is be hard. And I. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I had to, um, I had to like literally like, um, I've heard people say it, but I like, I, I've, I live this now, which is really bad because it's, it speaks to the state of my heart. But like I said, God's working on my heart. I have had to forgive so many people that were not sorry. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
same here. That yep. just like moving on with their life. And didn't care. Like they didn't just shatter mine. Mm. You know, like I had I had to say, okay, I forgive you. It's okay. And like I talking myself into this forgiveness. Like for your peace. Listen. Or? Like I'm just like, whoo, okay, Marisha, you have to let it go. And it's like a, a two or three week <laughs> journey to get over this yeah yeah man yeah like i just like ah oh, and um i don't know like i don't know how it is for you xavier but like i really have to talk myself yes, into a place of forgiveness like i just have to be like let it go let it go and when i modeled myself I, I i like my mommy i call my myself with my full name i say marisha rochelle hmm. let this thing go let it go let it go what you holding on to this for you're still human though and i'm oh man anyways so i think that um i think that it's so important too for us to like i guess be aware of ourselves yeah that was something that i wish somebody taught me when i was younger I wish that I had started this journey of being aware of myself, mm-hmm. like when I was like 15, 16, like 14, 15, 16. Because, mm. I mean, you know, when you're in school, like, you don't care. Yeah, nobody really. It's just like, you just say whatever's on your mind. You get your, your mouth gets you in trouble <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I saw that video. Would you guys see this one biggity little girl, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. All kind of attitude. Can I tell okay, you? Sorry, I've I, I gone off topic just now. No, but, but can I tell you? That uh, I had a couple, couple people who was in my WhatsApp and in my Facebook inbox telling, showing me like clips of me in videos now with those exact same facial expressions and saying, you ain't changed. You have this serious what face. Like you just that? be in a zone. <laughs> I say, yeah, she, she in her zone. I promise I'm going <laughs> to, I, I, I try to work on my facial expressions. You know what? The best thing for me. The best thing for me when it comes to my facial expressions, especially when it comes to moments of ministry, mm. I just have to engage with God. If I don't engage with God, you are going to see. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a conversation. Yeah. Day. <laughs> um, but I wish I wish I was more self-aware. That's the first thing. And this is a conversation that I was having with um, the leaders that that I work with in youth ministry. I was saying to them, I wish that. My parents taught me that I can discipline my emotions and my thoughts. Okay. That's one of the things that I wish I knew um, before I turned 30. Mm. Keeping in mind, I'm only 32. Because I... It is possible for us, Savia, to tell ourselves, I am not going to think this thing. It is. But I didn't know that. Once again, it is not easy to be to say I am not gonna think about this. I, I'm like I'm telling you, I understand we have to be intentional, but it's like sometimes when you get in those moments and you yeah. just contemplate and you're just thinking like, these thoughts, some serious thoughts, Marisha. Uh, Mom, who you telling? Okay, who you telling? So uh, we have to like keep talking. us. like you say, you speak to, keep, to yourself. I have to. Oh my gosh. Listen to me. You whip this uh, f- this little body <laughs> in flesh. It just ain't Because it, it trust me, the flesh. Oh is, my gosh! I I said to I uh, funny. I was having same similar conversation with one of my voice students, and I told Shame. her I said, um, if I tell you the truth, I said if I tell you the truth, the reason that I did not run this person over with my car hmm. and end up in the Bahamas Department of Corrections Female Division wow. is because. 
my church has a prison ministry that I'm the minister in charge of, and I can't oh, be sitting wow. next to those women in stripes who I go to speak to on a monthly basis. It's that was that the serious. only reason I did not go with my car and run them over. Wow. And I, I mean, like, and you, you know, it was one of those, like, in the moment, like, in the moment decisions that I made because, like, the person was right there. They couldn't see me, and my car was right there, and I could have just. Oh, so you was actually. Well, yeah, like, no, I could have This was it. happening. Like, I was passing, <laughs> and I saw the person, and I they was outside. You the same. No, girl. They was outside of a certain place. I won't oh, tell you where. No, no. Standing behind their car by the back trunk. Oh, wow. And I was driving past. Oh, it's ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I had to say, mm-hmm. human. I want to say humans. Listen, listen to me. So, wow. When I tell you that I have had to, I've had to learn to, to um, to let things go. And then, can I tell yeah. you this? Can I tell you the biggest? I guess the biggest lesson that I've learned that actually brought me to a place of like sobriety mm. was I realized that. When we absolutely despise something, it's because we struggle with it. Yes, ma'am. Mm. And that was the, one of the hardest things for me to, to, um, Serious thing. to actually like process and look at myself. When, okay, one of my biggest issues with that most recent situation that I was dealing with was I was lied to. Okay. Like I was deceived in ways that you cannot imagine, Xavier, and it was right underneath my nose. And when I say it was right underneath my nose, like if I had just looked a little deeper, I would have saw it so clearly. Mm. But because I was just like in La La Land, because everything oh, you trusted is, ah, okay. Mm. And what I realized is that like this person was never really open fully open with me but they gave me enough where i could just like okay yeah that's cool Mm. all right cool and then when i looked at myself i said look at you look at you mad with you Mm. okay because now don't get me wrong that person was a liar and a deceiver so okay it is what it is but i looked at myself and i realized look look at you though because you don't really trust people like that like you open up and people think that you are so transparent and you share all these things about yourself but the things that really really like you struggle with at your core that really hurt you at your gut you you don't talk about that mm. you don't talk about that you don't even let people into that space mm. and so i say look at a pot calling the ghetto block because the but that's thing, not the same thing though let me tell you why i said it was the same thing because I looked at something that I did to someone else and I realized that I did the exact same thing. Mm, Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That I looked at it from their perspective. I didn't look at it from my perspective. If I looked at it from my perspective, then I would have stayed in that place and say, oh, no, that's not the same thing. But when I looked at it from their perspective, it would appear that my withdrawing was deceiving as if I was lying okay. to them. Yeah. And so they would have felt like, hold on, I thought she was this person. But then yeah. this situation brought out the fact that like, actually, no, I, Marisha wasn't who I thought she was. Okay. And it wasn't because I was, my intent was evil. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I wanted to like lie to this person and be like, well, all like 
no i'm i'm not this person this is who i am it was because i was so guarded and i was so like yeah i withheld everything so whatever you believed about me i let you believe i didn't try to show you the truth about who i was i just let you believe whatever you wanted to believe Mm, okay and so um that listen to me it's not the same thing that that person did to me but what it did was it made me realize that the thing that i hated like the thing that i absolutely like was just like i can strangle you if you do this to me ever again Mm. i realized that within myself i was doing the same thing i was doing the same thing there's someone sending a comment let me see what they say here um person says man i trying to listen on radio and facebook um <laughs> and she said i swear my brain just started working three years ago if only i could have awakened my awareness sooner wow mm. um it's it's definitely uh i guess you could say a grown-up thing yeah it's a grown process it's a, it's a grown-up thing um i don't like it i just, I just like put it out there <laughs> Because all of y'all around here who are doubting and making it seem like y'all like being adults, no thank you. It's a lot. (laughs) No thank you. You have to deal with so much. No thank you. I want to ask you this question though, Xavier, because I know that we are very similar. We've established that already. And there are some things that we know about each other that other people don't need to know Mm. um, (laughs) that we know about each other. Mm. But let me ask you this question. How How was the transition from Xavier being fearless doing whatever she want to do, not having to really worry about too much people Child. other than herself to now you married. Mm-hmm. You got a whole husband. And <laughs> not a child. <laughs> the you transition. And I can also speak from the aspect of being a, a face now. Oh, in business. yes. People it's, know you. So people, and I didn't know. I, I was like, I still thought I was just. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. no, no, no. Listen to me. I, I mean, people would be like, oh, you're the lady from power. And I'm like, Jesus, I can't hide. Nope. And then with my husband. Welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. You I, can't I, I, speak deleting, I speak deleting so much. I put you a status deleting. You can't put a do everything. Nothing. I walked into a restaurant the other day. I won't. I won't That's say the restaurant. The I won't say what the restaurant was. I walked into the restaurant. I didn't know nobody in that restaurant that know me. Wow. And someone else was there who I knew, who I ran into, and um, I had forgotten my drink. And they gave the drink to the person, and the person came running outside to give me the drink. Okay. And and they and they said, "Here, the man said, the man said, give this to you, the woman of God who just walked out." out. I said, "The what?" He was a minister. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so yes. How was the how was so, the yeah. transition? <laughs> the transition, you know, the transition. It, because you have to live with someone now. I mean, mm. I lived with people before, but but it's now different. you have to live. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide. That. You gotta live with someone, Marisha. Yeah, and you have to see what you have, what you didn't see before. Right. It it is not and the they same see thing. In, they see it. Same, they, yeah, both of us. We see it. <laughs> right, right. Like I said, I made a joke one time ago. When this first this pandemic first started, uh-huh. that we I he'll be somewhere in the house and I'm somewhere else because you need that space. Right. And we only six months in. I never heard much about me. Yeah, we six months in. Right. We've been together for seven years. But still. But now we have to be in it. 
Now we really in it. Right. So that part, um, you know, I go in somewhere. Uh-huh. Ten minutes later, hey, you on your way back. No, I gotta go. I out. <laughs> it's it's really it's like you have a obligation now. Right. Like you really have to check in. Right. Is somebody checking on you and right. you're like, I know, I don't know if I, I want I want this, but I don't know if I want this. <laughs> And he know just how I am. So right. he, if he watching, he know. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, it's it's a lot. Yeah. And then not only you marry him, like you have to take, I mean, I love the family. But you have to take on a, new, a whole new set of personalities. Ah, I got you. You have to take on everybody else. And you're wondering to yourself, do I really have to deal with this? Because you don't want to come off selfish. Ah. But you, you have to... <sighs> forget now that you were single before like you have to remember okay i did marry into this so these are the things <laughs> and then you have your ha- the habits of both of us right Jeez. and who's sleeping on the side of the bed and this and that right and i had a big bed Right. So I used to be sprawled out of now I gotta stick to one side. These small things but these big things. Right. So when you think about marriage, they say the first five years is be crazy. Wow. And I'm I'm at anybody who asks me, I'm like, it's a work in progress. I love him. Mm -hmm. But it's a work. If you gotta do the work. You can't be saying, oh, I'm married, and I don't do that because I'm married. <laughs> I'm happy, but I'm married. I'm not going to be, no, it's work. That's good. You, you, you're going in another job now. It's another job. Yeah. You have to put in the work. And from wow. a business standpoint, mm-hmm. I can't be Xavier, like Xavier, who is so vocal anymore. Uh. Because then you have you know the type of country we live in, mm-hmm. and they see this and they're like, "No, I support no more." Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how she. No, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. and they put you in this box, mm-hmm. and then you are, I guess, for lack of a better word, targeted. Right. It's hard, but wow. actually, you know something? It trains you. Discipline. It disciplines you and, and it causes you to be more aware. That's a word you use today. And cognizant of what you're putting out there. How you act when you go places. Because I'm a stickler for customer service. Listen, I do something I can't even say right now when I would go places. And I'm like, my husband's like, oh, you don't have to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. got the order wrong. But I, I don't, I'm not like, I'm cursing at them, but I'm no, just like, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm careful now, because that person may come to work for power one day. I, <laughs> everything you have to look at, and then you're not only just representing yourself now; you're representing him. Yes, 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 yes. How has the working together dynamic thing been? How's that it's been? Good. He's a great help. Uh, I mean, he's a great partner. Mm-hmm. I would call him. Mm-hmm. I have no issues there. Like he's so willing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any complaints. So willing. That's awesome. Oh yeah. He he may be quiet, but he is he makes sure I straight. Yeah. Yeah. 
it w- when I was living home by my mom, though, it was a struggle because we were not living together. Mm-hmm. But now that we live together and everything, it's mm-hmm. it's like clockwork. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's like clockwork. That's good. So, I I think we will make a great partnership. Good. Yeah. Good, but like you said, it's definitely a a balance. Yes. A balance, a balance, a balance. Um, and so I guess that's kind of like the key words for today: awareness mm-hmm. and balance. I <clears throat> I think that the one of the most important things it is for us when we when we start out to do these crazy things, like because I mean, Xavier, you know, you you know, you you do some crazy stuff, right? Ma, what I do? <laughs> I mean, you have a whole food truck. No, yeah, I just have to wake up and say, "What what you doing, girl?" You have a you have a whole food. <laughs> Mom, and you know <laughs> who 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 are the who are the, I, I listen. No offense to everybody else out there, but who who are the food truck before you? You mean this type A? Yeah. I I, I ain't trying to throw shade. <laughs> I ain't trying to throw shade. So if you catch shade and you're in the sun, that's your business. But who who are the food truck before you? Because who did you have to pattern after? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? You've done something pretty transcending. Like out there, mm-hmm. out there. I don't know if you see yourself that way, but honestly, I didn't. You yeah, know, no. I've had people, people say, "You know, you're the blueprint," and I, I, it blew me away. I was like, I mean, not that I'm naive, but I know we did something new, and I, but I didn't know people were noticing it, like Pe- they notice. People were selling food that they got. No man. People I mean, was, I know that, but people no. were setting up tents on the side of the road. I mean, we were we were intense at some point too, right? So. But then all of a sudden, you come with this little thing, <laughs> this little trailer you pull it behind your truck, Listen, girl. And then the trailer you pull it behind your truck turned into a kitchen on the run, on mm-hmm. the move, like a fully commercial kitchen. Commercial kitchen, it's commercial hot water, everything. Only thing it is on wheels. That's the only difference. So it's hmm. So first of all, Xavier, you need to recognize that you've done something pretty incredible. That's pretty crazy. If no one has ever said it to you or if it hasn't sunk into you, it is crazy. It's amazing what you've done. If wow. no one has ever said it to you. Um Thank you. But I think I think what's important for people to understand too is that like when you're in it and when you're doing the stuff, you have no idea. Like you're not you're not thinking, oh, people are gonna say this thing mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. Um, you're thinking, you know what? I'm gonna try this. Let's see if this wow, works. Oh yes, you hitting it on the head. <laughs> no, you you're not thinking like that. No, because I you're wasn't not thinking. Okay, yeah, y'all come, like Paul, follow me as I follow Christ. That ain't what we saying. <laughs> like that ain't what we thinking. <laughs> that that's not what you're thinking. No. So I, you know, I I say that so I want to encourage like. This is girl talk. So we're mm-hmm. talking to our girlfriends. To the female who's thinking about starting a business, who's trying to figure out her way, you know, she has these goals and this stuff set in front of her. Listen, if your if your mindset is what people are going to think, you're not going to get anywhere. Ooh. You're not going to get anywhere. I can guarantee you. I, I, I spoke on behalf of Xavier because I know her well enough to say that. I know she was not thinking about people. And I promise you, I don't be thinking about people either. I just, just be like, you know what? I want to do this. And I'm going to do it. That wasn't the first thought in my no, mind. It was. No. It was just, you got to do this. Yeah. And I was just, if I had thought like that, you would have not done it. I would not have done it. But 
only until after and I realized people exactly saying stuff then I exactly. said oh I didn't think about this part exactly and and I think like I said that's the thing that I wish I had I had even considered like in my earlier days I wish I had considered um I wish I had been more intentional with what was the follow-through afterwards because I think that's important I think follow-through yeah. is important I think setting a plan is important but um no no do not, like <laughs> you want to consider your consumers if you have a product and you yes, expect people to interact definitely. with it you want to consider that you want to consider like your marketing approach like how people are going to view what it is that you're going to do from that perspective but in terms of like people's opinions and mm. and like how it's going to change you know the way that you're viewed and so on and so forth and then how it's going to you know affect the way that people see you in the public eye listen don't don't let that be the thing that you focus on yeah. as you because everybody now is ha is having to find a new way of doing things yeah. this COVID 19 thing has changed our entire lives but not only that for some of us we don't have jobs now so we're, we're some a lot of a lot more people are stepping into i guess you could say the entrepreneurial bracket yes and um you said something the other day on Facebook that I absolutely agree with. You was like, everybody's not called to be an entrepreneur. Some people are actually called to work for people. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that as well. However, in these times yeah. where jobs are so limited, a lot of people have been forced and stretched to find ways to make money. Yeah. Right? I've seen it. And so... Um, even even knowing that you may, at this time you may not be called to be an entrepreneur, but you kind of you kind of gotta sell stuff and make ends to meet. make ends meet. Don't like don't be worrying about that about people's thoughts and opinions and so hmm. on and so forth. Don't make that your focus. Yeah, yeah, your focus right now, like most of us, is we gotta figure out what in the world is my life now after this pandemic. Like, what in the world is my life? Mm. I was thinking about it the other day, and I. Um, I was talking to my mom yesterday, actually, because I was going through my calendar. And can I tell you, Xavier, today is the 22nd of June, mm. right? Um, tomorrow is the 23rd of June. And I can show it to you in my phone. I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be on a flight to London. You see, it says Mauritius London trip to the top yeah. right there. I was supposed to be on a plane to London tomorrow evening, releasing my album and doing a tour in the UK. Now the album ain't done, so I mean, <laughs> so you have to reschedule. But I mean, I mean but you the know. album isn't done, I mean, because we had a pandemic. Yeah. So London. You know. that's... So, <clears throat> um, like. <laughs> If I show you, if I show you the long soliloquy every every year on my birthday, I I change my birthday into into actually like my new year, nice. and I mean it's kind of convenient that it happens like closer to the new year too because my birthday's in January, so that's always like nice. But I change my birthday into the new year for my life, and so while I love celebrating it or whatever, I always make sure that around the time of my birthday I take vacation, and I always make sure that I take two or three days where it's just me and God. And I asked God, okay, so what's up for this year? What do you have for me? Um, and in this year in particular, what I did was I asked God, okay, I want to know what's up for this year, but then I want to know what's up for the decade. Wow. So that was my approach this year. And so when, you know, I was writing all this stuff out and, and you know, I was getting it together and, 
you know, I was getting all these downloads and, you know, he was saying all this stuff. I was so excited about this album because I was like, this, yeah. yeah, I feel, I finally feel like God has released me to do this thing. And yes, I'm going to finally do it. Everybody always been asking me for new music. And I say, it's been a long time coming. And I made excuses and say how mm-hmm. I was off to college and this and that and all of that. <laughs> so, and then when I came home, I wasn't working and like all these excuses. So, um, so now excuses are, are all out done away window, with yes. out the window. So I'm like, okay, fine. Um, you can't blame Denzel Roll in France now because Denzel Roll in France ain't that busy either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you know, I, 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 no, I piled up the excuses now. <laughs> I, because first, the first excuse was I in college, so I got to finish college, mm-hmm. right? So I finished college in 2013. Came home and I said, um, okay, I got no job. So you can't do no album, you ain't got no job. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep in mind, the first time I did an album, I had no you job. Not, not, no. Okay. But anyway, so I tell myself, can't do it because I ain't got no job. So get a job, and around the time I get a job, Tanzaro the Friends is so busy mm-hmm. that I just don't have time right. for my own stuff. So that's another excuse. That's excuse. Just that was excuse. Because I mean, come on, really? I mean, you control the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> you like, what, what do you mean you don't have time? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so I said that, and then you know, Tanzaro the Friends, you did two albums. Mm-hmm. You know, the second one hasn't come out yet. So I said, you know, I put my efforts and my time to dance and roll in France. Excuses. Then I said, I started teaching. And I was like, no, I am putting all my effort into my voice students. And they take up all my time. <laughs> so I can't listen. Excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. So I finally come to this place, Xavier, where yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then here comes COVID-19. So I don't even know what it's like for anybody else. Like, I don't even know what place you were in before this pandemic came. Mm -hmm. But every single one of us is trying to figure out, okay, these plans that I had, for those of us who did have plans, Mm -hmm. these plans that I had, they have now, now it's just, you know, whatever. How I can figure this out, I don't know. I I was supposed to be on a plane to do some training in Ah, May. Wow. When it first started. Wow. When we first started to shut down the world. March, sorry. March. March. Yeah, the end of March. Um, Ohio. And I was like, I was like, nobody's saying nothing about this conference. And when I reached out, they were like, oh, it's canceled. And you just, that's it. Like, we don't know when it's going to happen. Like the world was canceled. Everything. <laughs> so all of our plans. Everything has been, has been completely Everything. Uprooted. And so I've had to. I had to navigate through that. Can I tell you how painful that was? That was really painful for me because I finally was going yeah. at it. I was going at it. I hope um, that that didn't discourage you. No, no. Yeah. But what it did was it actually, it helped me to be more intentional. Mm-hmm. So I was going at it on my own. Okay. Um, and then um, I'm convinced that that God um, aligned my path with, um, with this producer that I'm working with now. Um, and so... The way that he's pushed me already, it's just been, it's been amazing. Um, and then the people that he has told me, you need to pull this person in, you need to work with this person, like that, like that too. Um, that's been amazing. So um, I say all that to say um, that our, our encouragement to those of you who are listening is like, we all trying to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. So be gracious with one another. I'm proud of you, Marisha. Thank you. Yeah. We have to learn how to say those things to our girlfriends. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. And I'm glad that you came out of that space of I excuses. Had to. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and actually putting it into action. Oh, Jesus. That's a good thing. I had to, though. When something is on the inside of you, mm-hmm. and I know somebody else out there knows what this feels like. When something is on the inside of you and it's gnawing at you, it's like, 
no matter what, it couldn't die. You know, some things yeah. may not die, Ooh. but it's like this thing was just like, Come I couldn't on. know, like it wouldn't die. Yeah, listen, it caused me to go to the tongues right Girl, now. It would not die. It yeah. would not die. I would be making it happen for people. Uh-huh. And there would be this thing on the inside of me saying like, hey, you forget yourself. Like you're forgetting yourself. You forget. You're forgetting that. And then the other thing too is what I, what I have, what I have Xavier too is not just the dream, not just the desire, not just this gnawing on the inside of me that would not die. I have a word from God concerning it too. So that just made it yeah. even worse because it was just like. It's like, did you forget what I said? Like, did you forget what I said concerning this thing? And so um, I tell people this all the time. I'm convinced that when God gives you a word concerning direction in your life, he's also released an anointing on your life for it to come to pass. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about about the way anointing is talked about in the Bible, like you can't run away from it. Yeah. You can't run away from it. I, I think about the story of David and I think about, um, when he was anointed and, and the time from his anointing to his actual ascension to the throne. Like you could try to run away. Mm-hmm. You could try as hard as you want to run away. <laughs> but it's like the anointing is do this. It's like yeah. it is it's like it's it's pull you. It's be like come 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 come. You remember this? Come right back here. Come come right back here. And so for me it's just been it's been this like it's this this fight. Yeah. And if I think if a lot of us are honest with ourselves, we all have something. We all have something where like we know because we all do. If we're breathing, there's a purpose on the inside of you. There's a reason that you're supposed to be here. And so there's this like this this tugging, this pulling. And the majority of us, if we tell the truth, if we tell the truth at some point in time in our our lives, if we have if we're not in the process of saying no to it now, we have said no to it at some point in time. Yeah, we fought it. So for me, Xavier, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of fighting. Yeah. So I've said, you know what? Fight is over. No more fight. Yes, I'm going to do this. So the fight, the fight is done. Yes. Now the fight shifts. Hmm. Because now I'm no longer saying no. I'm saying yes. And because it's something that I know God has called me to do it. And because he has sanctioned it, the fight is no longer with me and God. Now the fight is with the enemy. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting the dynamic because I feel like we we sleep on Satan a lot. <laughs> we sleep on Satan Daddy a lot. Out there, Roman Cause that dude, he off the chain, you know. He will he will observe you. He will observe you being absolutely destructive to your own self and leave you to yourself. Mm. Because you working for him. While you being destructive to yourself, he will let you like, he'll just be like, yeah, (laughs) do it. Be destructive. He will let you be destructive to your own self. And the moment that you decide you're no longer going to be that place, that's when he really goes to work. Wow. Yeah. That's when he really, really goes to work. And he's like, okay, there's no more opposition. Now you're not, you're not self-destructing now. You're not, telling yourself you can't do this thing anymore you can you, you're, you're no longer telling yourself you're not this person you can't be this person so now i gotta do that mm-hmm. and what what i've learned in life too and what i've experienced a whole lot lately is that because he is so manipulative and he's so creative <laughs> he will make it seem like it's you talking to you because you used to be that person yeah 
Because that's who you used to be. So as far as you're concerned, you think that you're struggling with the old version of you when mm. actually, no, he specializes in smokes and mirrors. So what Jeez. he's doing is he's making it seem like you fighting with you, but you're fighting with you because you conquered that. Yeah. You've received the victory over that. You said, I am no longer this person. The Bible says there's therefore no, no, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, or after the spirit. You are a new creation. You are a new creature. So when you say that you've conquered a hurdle in your life and, and that thing is in the past, it's in the past. Yeah. But what the enemy does is he brings it forward. And because it looks familiar to you, yeah. you take ownership of it and you say, oh, yeah. I So I still struggling with the fact that, you know, I could do this thing, but like a part of me is saying that I can't do it. And that ain't you. No, you've already. You've already conquered it. Mm -hmm. That's the enemy bringing back something that looks like you. <laughs> that looks like you, but it oh ain't you. When, let me tell you something. Yeah. When that thing really hit me, Xavier, and can I tell you, this is like a two week. I'm two weeks into this. Ooh. I'm two weeks into this. So this is, this is like when I say so fresh mm -hmm. and it all came from, one day I was listening because we play we play Bishop TD Jakes on our on our station on Thursdays, mm -hmm. and it was one line that he said to me that got me to open up the Bible and then got me to communicate with God and like things just came like just one line that he said he said Satan is an angel, he has delegated authority, mm -hmm. he does not have the ability to create he can only manipulate. Ooh, that one line from Bishop TD Jakes completely when i say completely transformed my life <laughs> i know i'm serious savior because when i think about the way that we've been taught to pray we've been taught to put our angels on assignment mm -hmm. we've been taught that we've been taught that we can dispatch angels to protect and to yeah. minister to and to fight on our behalf if he's a fallen angel then he's subject to me yes because that's all he is. Mm -hmm. A fallen angel with company. Mm -hmm. So he's subject to me as a believer. He's subject to me. Yeah. My authority is greater than his. Yes. We can't allow him that. No. So with that in mind, I'm saying to myself, hold on, like how, <laughs> like how you come, like how you could come up in, like how you coming up in my life. <laughs> and how you manipulating me? No. Yeah. You have delegated authority. <laughs> like, yeah. The only reason you get access is because I opened the door. Yeah, that's we can't allow. That's because right I there. have dominion. That's you don't right have dominion. I have dominion. So the only reason you get access is because I opened the door. Mm -hmm. So the doubt and the questioning and the depression. Yeah. The depression that's not of God that a lot of us are fighting now. I don't know. And don't know it. I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't think I was a person. Yeah. Not Miss Beverly. Listen, I was, I didn't know though. Hey. But I was, after my, I think I put on like 20, 30 pounds after my wedding. Mm. I was in a state. And I was like, oh no. And I couldn't really put my finger on what was giving me this depression. Ah. So, it's real. He is so. Yeah, he, he, I mean. He's patient and very creative. <laughs> no, he is. He is, Xavier. Yeah. I was, I was telling, I was actually, this was, this was a while back. Um, I had an opportunity to, to speak at Bible study at my church and I was talking about how, like, I was going through this breakup 
And this song, this song that I learned as a seven-year-old sitting in my, in my daddy truck mm-hmm. came up all of a sudden out of nowhere while I was going through this breakup. It's a song. Uh. I, mind you, I love the song, you know. Song says, going out of my head over you, out of my head over you, out of my head day and night, night and day. And I was like, this Negro (laughs) is patient. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I sing that as a seven year old. I ain't in a relationship. Mm So I mean, you know, just, you know conveniently singing something that says I'm losing my mind has no effect on me as a seven year old. But as a 30, 31 year old now, oh, I round here declaring I losing my mind. He's patient. He's patient. (sighs) He's patient. The other day I was watching The Flash. The song comes up again. What is the same song? The Flash is a TV show. Okay. I watch it on Netflix. And like a series of episodes because the this, this song was actually the song for a couple in the show that I was watching. This is their okay. favorite song. Mm-hmm. So again, the song comes up and then, you know, I notice it, recognize it. Find myself humming, singing. I say, hold on, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 you can't be humming this. You can't be singing this. No. Yeah. And like. I just, it just opened my eyes. I was like, this dude, he's patient. Mm. He's so creative. He's very creative. He can't create anything, but he's very creative. Wow. He's very creative. And he'll find a way. To like, get in your yeah, head. Yeah, boy. He finds a way. I've heard people say it all the time, Zayla, you, you know, Satan doesn't control your thoughts. No, he doesn't. But he, he knows how to get you to talk bad to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because he, like... Vera says it from the moment Vera said it. I ho- I held on to it like like I can't even imagine to you. I can't even express to you, um, Xavier, how much this 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 like opened my eyes to this en- to the enemy. She said she she said it. She said he specializes in smokes and mirrors, the art mm-hmm. of illusion. He will make things appear. That's so powerful. The way that they're not, like that's what he specializes in. Yeah. So. For all of us, like, we trying to figure out what to do. We trying to figure out where to go. We trying to figure out who to be, mm-hmm. how we can do it. All of, I mean, I don't know. Like, this <laughs> just, this, this life we live in. I tell you, girl, I was even, I got knocked the socks out of me. Um, was it last week? No, week before last. I think I was doing the right thing. You know, we out powering right. and COVID-19 and everything. Because everybody else out, I thinking, okay, roadside when this, I yeah. thought I was mobile. Right. But after a whole month being home, we decided, okay, we're going to open up. We see right. everybody else functioning. Okay, this is probably the time to open up. And I don't like to say, okay, he, she out. So I need to be out. But right. I'm watching this inconsistency. Right. And I'm approached. To close. Wow. Singled out. Like, obviously singled. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. And, and at that point, I had to close. So, my husband doesn't have a job right now because Bahama. Right. Okay? And I'm just like, I've never been here before. 
I have never been here. And I was angry and I was frustrated. Marisha, I was angry. I've wow. not been this angry. Wow. That I, in a lot. And I'm like, who's targeting me? I, 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 all kind of things came to me. And I was just like, this is not normal. Somebody called. Somebody sent them. I was on now. I've been to the police station twice. I called the prime minister office. I, <laughs> because I believe in fairness. But I had to realize, girl, you got to sit down. Sit small. <laughs> it was the hardest thing ever. Because I felt so many, so much emotions. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like, oh my God, like, what is this? Mm. I mean, we open. We're gonna open this week again, yeah. but but it was just like I was placed in a like they controlled me, like ah. they were able to. And I don't. I just and and then you're watching everybody else. <sighs> so the devil had all kind of things in my head. Hey. And I listen. The road. <laughs> <laughs> Trust oh. me, it was a, it was a very it was an eye opener. Yeah, a huge one. But I'm like, you know, God knows best. I I just had to say those words. He, <clears throat> I'm convinced that people people. Um, I think it's Proverbs that says it. It says that comparison is the thief of joy. Come on. And I think that as long as we continue to look at what others are doing yeah. and compare ourselves. We rob ourselves of, of actual true fulfillment. Yes. But I think it's important to know that it's okay to look at something and be motivated by it. That is true. Um, and not necessarily have it be the, the, the driving force behind what you're doing. Right. Mm. So I remember when I saw your post and I was like, I was like, you know what? I say, this is going to be, even better than before. And I, I, I just commented, I did a little comment underneath your thing and I say, but anyways, <laughs> no, and I just, I remember looking at your post and I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. Because I was thinking to myself, <clears throat> not going to mention the place, but I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, there's a whole like, like area of people like selling food on, you know, like the people could drive through and they could go there to get food, but Xavier get shut down. I was like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> make no sense. Marisha, in the midst of that, I was told that something's about to come through for me when I was closed. God knows. He always does. Just when to put you in that season of closure. Listen, my mind was blown. Wow. I was like, and then some, a mentor of mine, she was like, he was protecting you from, you never know. He was protecting you from something. He put you in that space so that you can be privy to what he has coming. It is, it is so important for us to, <laughs> as Paul says, run the race that is set before you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The set before you. And I know it sounds like very scripture and very cliche, but I want you to really like really think about it. For those of you listening, really think about it. Mm -hmm. When you run the race that is set before you and you do like what they do to horses. Yes. When they put those blinders on and they can't I see love anything other than what's in front of them. Like oh run God. the race that is set before you. That's one of my themes, Marisha. Like 
it's it's because it's yours and what i love about god and what actually i i've always been amazed at it the fact that you could be you xavier i could be me Mm -hmm. you and i could be doing the exact same thing but your race is completely different from mine because that's just how multifaceted god is like you 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 want to sing too you want to teach people how to sing Mm -hmm. i i'm watching you good job but I'm not even watching. Oh, you you want to sell wings and waffles too? Yeah. Oh, you want to sell breakfast out of your building? Great. But no, like that doesn't affect. You understand what I'm saying? No, I get it. And and um, I I think that that's oh man, that's like I think that's the that's one of very the biggest important. pet peeves. Yeah. Because just because I'm doing something, it doesn't mean that somebody else is not allowed to do it. You can't stop anybody. No. Yeah. Like, who are you? <laughs> who made you the, the authority? The only one. The, no. Like, oh, so only, only you. Only you could do it. Yeah, Nobody else could see? do it. Yeah. You know? And so even, like, as we're all trying to figure this thing out and, we, you know, we're trying to, oh, man, um, I don't even, like, we can't even tell, we can't even tell ourselves what next week is going to look like. And that's the craziness about this new um, I guess you could say normal that way, and I hate that that that, that statement, new normal, because to me it's just crazy. But our new reality, mm-hmm. um, I'm convinced. I'm convinced that God and His sovereignty knows exactly what He's doing all the time. He does, and so Him allowing this to happen, He knows exactly why He allowed it. Yeah, and for the majority of us, actually, I think for all of us, all of us. We have we have we have had to become like absolutely and completely and totally reliant on God, whether we believe in him or not. Yes. Yeah. Whether we believe in him or not. If you atheist, I don't care where you is. I don't care what you believe. I don't care. You're not a believer. You, believe you in now. between. I, listen to me. You are subject to the almighty God right now, mm-hmm. whether you want to believe it or not. And it might it might seem like a crazy thing to you. Some of you may not like it. You might say it's uncomfortable. I feel good because I know I'm in good hands. Yeah. I'm in good hands. And I and and we're all in this place where we're waking up every day and we're kind of like, okay, so God, how are you going to work this one out now? Because these children in this house need to eat. and you know food in the house. Gas got to go in the car because I got to get to work. Or for some people, the bus stem still ain't running yet. So, God, mm, you're going to need to get me to work today. Yeah. Atlanta stopped providing transportation for their staff upon the opening. And that's a lot of staff. Oh. It, it's going to be different. It's hmm. it's already different, but it's going to be even, eh? Then the word, differenter. Differenter. <laughs> So this is something we have to prepare oh, for oh, mentally. It's, it's like new normal is not even the way to describe yeah. it. It's, not, it's just like those words are just so insufficient. Um, we have to, like, I would say take a lesson from this lady who we have in studio. Y'all live in the moment, yeah? Sure. And laugh. Live in the present. Laugh. Laugh and, and you know enjoy. I love to laugh. Listen. <laughs> I think that's a good medicine. It is. It is. It is so it is so good. Um we gotta live in the moment and then we have to trust God, man. Yeah. We have to we have to trust God. Um we are definitely way past our time, Xavier. It's Jeez. been so <laughs> it's been so so refreshing to have you in studio with I'm us today. So happy to be here, man. Um leave us leave us with some words for the people. Um I don't know. However you feel led. I, I would say I would go back to my my theme today Mm -hmm, mm be in the present yeah and like you said i always say it now too be intentional about things and 
no matter how you may feel, and, and we should touch on such a big topic today when you spoke about reciprocating. Yes. And that's something I think it's an ego thing too. Yeah. Because you just want to be, um, you want that same mm-hmm. action toward mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And so when we are intentional about something, we do it because mm-hmm. we genuinely want to do it. Yes. And that's something I'm still learning too. So be genuinely you. Be yes. intentional and yes. live in the present. Yeah, that, that's my word. Yes, for you all today. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Listen, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm praying y'all pray with me hard and long. Natalia could be back next week. Y'all pray <laughs> with me. Y'all pray with me. Um, Natalia, please come. She is. She's absolutely irreplaceable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and nobody who has sat in the seat will disagree with me. So um, I appreciate all all of the persons who have sat in the seat, especially you today, Xavier. But this has just been like old old girlfriends sitting down catching up. Yeah. So it's been pretty cool. Um, just want to leave you guys today with this encouragement, man. Be you. Be, like she said, Xavier, be you. And put your blinders on, man. Put your blinders on. Yeah. Um, and then for those of us who are we're trying to navigate through what life looks like now, be, be encouraged with this. Like, absolutely nothing in our lives can catch God by surprise. Mm-hmm. It cannot. It's impossible to catch him by surprise. He says, scripture says he's alpha and omega, which means that he not only is he the beginning and the end, but he knows it. He knows it and everything in between. And so if you're still in it, that means it's not over yet. Mm. That means there's an end to it. And believe it or not, we are going to look back at 2020 years from now and we're going to laugh at the way life is right now. We're going to laugh at how we was walking around with masks on and, <laughs> and you know, people oh. spraying your hand when you're walking into buildings and stuff wow. and social distancing in church and half mm. the congregation in church and having two and three services on the Sunday and all these adjustments that we having to make and, and the long food store lines. And, and, you know, some of us, some of us, we, we didn't even know we could pay our bills online until COVID reached, yeah. you know? So we're going to look back at all of this and we're going to be able to laugh at it we're going to reflect on it and then for every single person who is still alive who is still functioning right now you're also going to be able to look back at it and see how god provided for you mm-hmm. because you want you're hungry <laughs> you're not hungry if you tell the truth mm-hmm. um you have exactly what you need and then if you don't if you don't have what you need i believe god so much i believe that a blessing is coming your way really soon the Amen. God that we serve is a provider. Scripture calls him Jehovah Jireh. He provides. And so if there's a need that you have, make your request known unto God. Make your request known unto God. So that's our encouragement today. This has been another awesome episode of Girl Talk. We just were sitting on the couch talking to our girls. Yeah. That's all we're doing. So we hope that we had we had some sort of. I guess you could say influence on your day, uplifting mm-hmm. your day, encouraging you. That's all we really wanted to do. That's all it's about yeah. um, for us today. So it's been it's been pretty cool, Xavier. Thank you so much for hanging out with it's us today. Thank it's you so much talk. for having hanging out with us today, y'all. We gone. We gone <laughs> until next week Monday. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. 
You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analyst consumer access.org number 3030.